Okay. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the very, very first. This is my part of 2024. Thank you for tuning in, boys and girls. I'm still Thasso is here. Merry New Year, my friend. Oh, happy, happy many years. Happy many years. Many years. Happy New Year. Everybody, we're here for a good time. Yes, party Yay. time. Party like yeah, it's 1999. Do you know what I want to do is get that um, a sound clip of those air horns? Oh yeah, yeah. and just and just have it because you can do background <laughs> music on on uh, Streamyard now. There's one called Rock. Where is it? Yeah, so you can have stuff like that. I wonder if I can yeah. add music. I'm gonna try and find a way to add it. Fuck it. And apparently we are we are live on on um, the gram as well. We wow. are. We are. You sorted it. Are we? Yeah, I, I see it here. Trailer. This is Mapai's is live. Happy Hello, days. hello, Instagram. How many? I need to find out how many people are actually watching live on Insta. I, I'm not sure how to do it. I can't even check. I can't even check. There's got to be a way of checking, surely. No, I don't know. Hello, Instagram. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, for watching live. Thank you. Hello. The duo is Hi. back. The yeah. show was better when people had hair in it. Oh, of course. Of course. Oh, yes. Yin yeah. and Yang. Yes. Exactly. Which one's which, the Yin Yang twins. Mm. Anyway. Mm. Anyway. So, fucking hell, there's, there's quite a lot to go through this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, the idea was to have this one now, so then we don't have a three-hour one, four-hour one to record on Tuesday. Fucking hell, so... that was going to be... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially since you know half the stuff we're going to talk about is stuff that's going to happen after. So, Jesus. Yeah. Happy Jesus. New Year from Durmishai. Well, I do you know oh. what? That's a good one, and that, that's a, that's a good place to start. That's a good place to start because, in fact, our first game is actually Salamina beating Ethnigor by three goals to two, and your new hero Durmishai grabbed a hattie. Ah, look at that. Talk to yeah. me, my guy. Talk to me. Uh, listen, listen. I've been talking about this guy for twelve months when Olimpi when Olympiagos signed him on loan at the beginning of last year. So you know, he, he's come out of the shadows almost straight away uh, from Doragarai and bagged a hat trick. Pretty, pretty good mm -hmm. hat trick as well, I think. And in between, obviously, his goals, Achna scored two, with De, De Riondo scoring one and Ze Gomez scoring the other one either side of half time but yeah it, it it's the Durmishai show look at that 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 that's a lovely finish isn't it um but yeah yeah it's, it, I th I, this was a really good game to watch especially in the first half it's like uh, Achna had like 62% possession in the first half and oh, yeah. I mean now we're winning 2-1 so you know it, it, it tells you something doesn't it uh but yeah mm. um Bogatinov is again for Achna getting caught off his line for Dumishai's first goal. <laughs> it's, it's like he got Lovely. sent off the previous game. This one he gets done again. I think he needs to needs to 
you know, stick to the burgers. Too many burgers over Christmas, mate. That's what it uh, is. Turkey burgers. Mm, mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, good game. It was a good game. Um, obviously, I mentioned it very briefly just then, but Doregarai is Doregon. Doregon. There it is. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, more, well, more like no. You know, yeah, especially yeah. for now, Salamina, because. 18 months he was with them and 27 goals in 54 games. That's one in two games for Nea Salamina. That's, that's a yeah. fantastic record. Uh, and uh, the champions of Peru have picked him up. I'm going to try oh. and not, I'm not, I'm going to try and not ruin the name Pero, of this team. Pero, uh, <laughs> You still follow us on Instagram, though. Yes, yes. Diego, come on, Diego, man. Diego, Diego, Diego. Don't, don't forget us. Yeah, oh, exactly, exactly. Come and drop oh. us a line when you're when you're not busy, because there. Oh, we uh, have a comment here, by the way. Doragara gave us a lot, but Dudley Show looks incredibly promising. I think we'll be fine. Now they brought in Janga, haven't they? Yeah, that was at so, Abolon. Exactly, and he's not a bad second striker, I'd say. Behind, because listen, Dumishai, he ain't gonna get dropped anytime soon. No way no. he's going. No, exactly. He's he's been performing very well, especially the last few games for him. Um, I was going to say that. Uh, are they going to miss Doregarai in the end? Um, uh, you know they they got one hundred and eight thousand euros for him according to transfer market. Uh, and they got Janga, Janga in for free, so so that's still money in the bank, I think. So this potentially good business, potentially good business. They've got, they've got someone that you know, if they've got space in the roster, they still got someone they they could end up signing. Um, but yeah, up front, I don't think they're going to have problems. It's further back, obviously. You know, they conceded two goals against Dachna. Uh, their defense needs a bit of work. But yeah. Good on them. Good on them. Yep. And interestingly enough, Salamina are, are, have scored 25 goals this season. They've conceded 25 goals and they have 25 points. Nice. 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 Very nice. nice. And, yeah. Very nice. As for Ethnigo, that's four defeats on the bounce. What are we saying? Uh, listen... What are we saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not saying anything, right? There's, is the montage coming they, up again? Is it coming soon? <laughs> you're gonna, yeah. Is it? You know, Sachas is going to be the first one that's on there twice. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, but uh, no, it, oh, right? No. They they had they had a pretty good manager in Angel Lopez, right? Yeah. And then they decided whether they decided to. Uh, have a mutual termination of the agreement because he had the job lined up because remember yeah. he's gone to Volos or whether they didn't just didn't like him is <laughs> is uh, Sacha doing a good enough job for him considering they were saying the results that uh, Angel Lopez was getting weren't that great well, mate, listen, the way that things are right now, and we're going to go into the league table later on, they're slipping. Yep. They're slipping big time. And this is a big, big month for them because if they're serious about staying up, they need to hang on to Mario Elia and mm -hmm. they need to bring in a, a two or three at least. But 
it's, you know, it's not it's not just Delia. They've got Cabrera as well. Is probably yeah. going to get some interest in him. Yeah, for sure. So, for sure. Well, watch this space. We might have our tenth managerial casualty in the Baratheon. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're doing all right so far. The last yeah. one was Milojevic at left on the fifth of December, and we're in the fifth of Jan. So it's been a month without any managerial casualties. Mm. So tranquilo for now. For now. Let's see. There we go. Right on to the next, my friend, and. Another result coming in was Othello nil, Ayek nil. Only two real chances to talk about. There was a Fransov's header uh, and a chance for Othello on the hour mark, roughly. To be honest, it was a more of an entertaining game than a nil-nil would suggest, but doesn't benefit anyone, to be honest. No, well, I mean, Othello would be more happy with the point than Ayek, for sure. Um yeah. Whereas Latti as well got sent off in the 90th minute, I think. Uh, and then Dimas had a free kick, like, right on the edge of the box from it. And it didn't it didn't amount to much. I think, mm. uh, yeah, I think it's, um, cr- it's crap time for Ajax to drop points. Um, it's the first points that they've dropped since uh, Ben Shimon took over. Because mm, they went through on the bounce prior to that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know... It, Another clean sheet for Ayek, another clean uh, and a clean sheet for Othellos as well. Since Othellos have actually replaced Taudul in goal, this, I think they've got Banayodu in goal now. Mm. Uh, they seem a bit more solid at the back, so maybe it was time for Taudul to have a bit of a rest because he was he, he was having a few errors in 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 the last two or three games he was in. So it's, it'll do him well. But yeah, Othellos oh, for some reason they seem to be picking points against teams. They shouldn't be, and they're not yeah. performing as well against the teams around them. Yeah, <laughs> so, it don't make any sense. Don't make yeah, sense. yeah. So I'm kind of worried for the for them for the you know for the second phase. <laughs> What's going to happen yeah. when when you can't play Apoel, Apollon, and Ayek and all these teams? Yeah, yeah. Well, Dur- Duris is back, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Duris is back. He's he's been brought off uh, back from his loan. Um, yep. From the team, uh, and they've also sl- signed a, a Slovakian player. A couple of them, I think, they've got Robert Peach, 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 him anyway. Yeah. Peach, 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 we can do. We shall indeed. Because another game that raised a few eyebrows, Ayers against Doxa, for a couple reasons, first of all. Well, actually, no, three reasons. Number one, we got a mate in goal in yep. uh, Alex. We have yep. Ernest Asante, who grabbed the equalizer for Doxa. Yep. And also, Sim Tandy making his debut just days after joining the club. Now, this came right out of the blue, literally. And Zoxa, again, making moves in the transfer market makes makes you wonder where the fuck this money has come from. Well, I mean, even more, <laughs> even more because so they released Shishkovsky in goal, which is why yep. uh, which is why Alex started the game. Uh, they got rid of Musa, Stilianu, Yambere, Pantic, and Vlita. Igleofilo, uh, oh. I think he's on, yes. he's on his. I don't I don't know why I don't know why Greek people have. Uh, 
trouble pronouncing Vlita, but Leofilo is fine. Um, but yeah, uh, Vlita was interviewed by Gerkida after he was released. And there was a couple of things that happened. So one, Doxa released him. And two, he was going to go to um, Ayers, I think. And that broke down as well. So mm. they asked him a couple of questions on that. But he basically said that the reason he left Doxa was because uh, the um, the owners said to him that they won't be that they won't have enough in the finances to pay oh. until the end of the season. That's interesting. Yeah. So um, it explains why they've released these six players. If you think about it, Shishkovsky will be a very high earner, I think considering yes. he's actually an international, you know, he's represented uh, Northern Macedonia. Um, and uh, Jan Bere, you know, has got a lot of experience, Liga, uh, yes. he was at Abuel for a bit, you know, he's got a lot of experience, so all demand a high wage. Uh, Pat, I'm, not, I'm not sure about the other four, but okay. they released these six players, so obviously that frees up some funds to bring in two or three other players. So two of the players are from Aikifisias, uh, that uh, the, the manager is uh, was there before when he got them promoted into uh, Super League uh, in, uh, in Greece. Yep. And Simtandi. Yep. Cheeky boy, Sim, isn't he? Because because you 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 asked him you asked him about it when the rumor came. A little up. Bit. Yeah, a little bit. And, goes, I and, don't and, know. I don't. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, and, and he didn't bite. So he's he's very good. He's very good. He, he is very good. Yeah. yeah, but yep. Congratulations to him on his on his debut. I think it was a pretty Absolutely. good debut as well. From yeah, from decent. from decent. from he's happy with yeah. It. From he's from the minutes I saw of the game, it was a it was a good good start for him. And um, yeah. while we're on the subject of Loxa, mate, um, well, I had to get this one in because ah. it's the first show of the year, and lo and behold, as 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 if by magic, he's found out a fucking club, hasn't he? <laughs> How there the is. Fuck, how the fuck does he do it? I don't Amo know. Man. Has joined Panzerai Goz. Yep. Twenty twenty three. Apparently, signed for six clubs. Yep. <laughs> oh, Mickey Junior. He's he's the voice of reason. Yep. So, do you want to comment on this one? Uh, well, Bileas is there, so he'll know to keep his uh, other half away from him. Oh, oh, you want me to carry on? Sorry, I, I, I went in. I, I also hid. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was, uh, you know, Panseraikos <laughs> is, they're, they're not having a great time in the Super League at the moment, are, are they? But, you know, maybe he'll help. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe he'll just dibby die, dibby die, dibby die, dibby 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 die, dibby die, dibby die, and then you know, in March he'll end up signing for some, for I don't know, like fucking 
uh, FC Krasava or something. Yeah, possibly. Then again, we haven't heard anything about his dog going with him. So did his dog tippy tie, tippy tie, tippy tie? Listen, his dog has an Instagram account, but there hasn't been a picture of uh, posted since July. What's the dog's name? Um, don't, don't make me look it up. Uh, Pedro? It, no, 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 no. It's a female name. Uh, but it's like something more Varda. So he's give he's given the dog his surname. Jane. I can't I can't remember, man. It's uh, Jane. Uh, you're, it you're making you're making me look it up. Just call the dog Jane. J- Jane, Jane the dog. Varda. Jane. <laughs> <laughs> so Jane Fonda, Jane Varda. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Let's move on then. Let's move on. We've done Merli, Merli, Merli Mo. Merli. What is in the magician Merlin or? There it is. Is it M E R L Y? Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's last... like Egyptian for Marley, like Bob Marley. Maybe he's into Bob Marley. He had cane wow. rows at one point. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. Next game. Yes, let's go. Next let's go. game. Right. Who have we got? Come on, right? Ah, who yes. Uh, hey. I love beat Garmudas by Gold to Nil. Kasama with the winner. Close range finish. Happy days for injury ridden Anorthosi. Another victory. Second in the table. <laughs> Mate, I-, I don't know how they're doing it with all these injuries. I haven't got a fucking clue, but kudos to them, man. They, they really are. They really are. Um, you know, as well, better result than than, than the same uh, game last year. You know, especially uh, Milan Nobloch would uh, would uh, remember what happened in that game <laughs> last year. So, yes. but yes. yeah, um, they could have they could have scored a second as well. Castell hit the bar. Um, Guerrero's come back as well off the bench, so yep. you know if he carries on from what he was doing before his injury, and he had he had a couple of chances in the game as well. He had uh, he had one where he got worked very well to him, and he, he slid in to the uh, box as the cross as the low cross came in, and he just he just missed it. So that that will probably come obviously with getting his fitness back up. But yeah, scary stuff. Um, Garmiodisa also hit the post as well. Uh, Rossi uh, hit the post with a shot. I just want to have a quick chat about what happened in the ninety-first minute, though. Go on. Don't know. Don't know. I don't know if you saw this, um, but uh, Bavlos Correa decided to uh, stamp, kick, do something to. Um, uh, to Dimitris Theodoro in the penalty area, and nothing was given. Oh, okay. D- did you not see this? No, 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 no. no. Or, I, 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 I recommend you look it up afterwards. And okay, so did, it, it did is, this lead it is, to the violin man coming up with any? Uh... Well, he's had some media training, I think, because he didn't say ah. anything about it afterwards. So, ninety-first <laughs> minute as well. So you know, penalty the ninety-first minute. If Garmiot de would have got it, probably depending on how the penalty would have gone, would have meant uh, a draw instead of a win for Anorthosis, right? Yeah. But I, I, I really think 
once this is all been and gone, go go look at that highlight again in the uh, the ninety first minute. But Gorea stands on the foot of of Theodoro, and it's not even the foot where the ball is going to. Like uh... Theodoro's trying to take a shot, and Gorea basically turns his back to him and stands on his uh, stands on his uh, foot that he's uh, leaning on. And even, even like the commentator, as you listen to it, the commentator goes, "Yeah, there's definite contact there. Uh, it doesn't go to VAR or anything. There's no, th- th- nothing happens." So that happens. So and then Abuel come out with a statement after that, after the game, to say that Anorthosis have asked for a foreign referee team to be at the game between the two that's going to happen this weekend. But the way that they said it was, and they did not include us in the conversation. So if uh, the two teams went together to ask for the foreign uh, referee team, uh, it would have been better. Um, And basically, in no uncertain terms, Abuel then just said, uh, we're going to get a result regardless of whatever referee team gets put in place. In fact, if you want, you can pick the referee team and we'll still end up winning the game because we'll have our fans behind us. Um, so, mentality monsters, man. Anothos is then released a counter statement saying that their request had nothing to do with Abuel in general, but for the need to remove any biases that may occur in the ray of, in the refereeing team. Uh, eyebrows, eyebrows. Mm. Yeah. Again, okay. I go back to that thing that happened in the ninety-first minute. So it looks like we're going to have a three-hour show next week. <laughs> well, it depends. It depends. I mean, it seems like both teams are goading their fans to cause some shit, isn't it? They're, they're really like they're, they're, they're trying to start something. Um to be starting something. Got to be starting something. Sorry. Uh, exactly. In the karaoke mood. Yeah. Now, there's, there's that bit of stuff. Uh, there's also some other stuff. So transfer business. Anorthosi have signed uh, Venezuelan central defender Christian Macun. Oh, he's a centre-back, uh, yeah? Exactly, yeah, centre-back. Okay. Uh, he's He had a stint with Juventus. He's played for Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Charlotte and New England Revolution. Uh, okay. And basically he'd finished MLS. his... Yeah, he finished his MLS contract in... November, I think the season ends over there, doesn't it? Mm. So, so he, I think he's going to need a couple of weeks before he gets fully up to speed fitness-wise because he basically needs to do a pre-season again, doesn't he? Uh, and then, uh, and uh, and and then he get brought in, I think. Um, yeah, in the same statement where they announced his signing, Anorthos said that five hundred people have signed on to their uh, fifty euro transfer budget drive. Which means they've got twenty five thousand euros, kind of, to spend. Right. So oh yeah. Did that's... you not? Sorry. Did you not hear about this while you no. while you're on leave? So Anorthosi did the same thing as Abuel. Oh, okay. But instead of twenty euros for a 
ticket to a game that's not going to happen. Mm. It's 50 euros, but with the 50 euros, you also get a commemorative scarf. Oh, okay. So, get so at least you get something for the money that you're putting in. Right. Um, and they've also specified where this money is being spent. It's being specifically uh, being spent on bringing players in. So what's going to be on the scarf then? Is it going to be announced dot, 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 question mark? I, I don't know. I don't know what's on the scarf. I just know they made a big, big deal about the scarf. You put oh. 50 euros in, you get the scarf, and the team can sign players easier. Made out of every squad player's pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah. Right. Uh, there's more. I mean, there's more. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So, Garmo de Sav signed Psychas from Abolon. Right. Uh, and there's also some Chico Banza stuff. Ah, I was waiting for this because I saw something online yesterday evening. I yes. wasn't sure exactly what to make of it because he's gone AWOL, right? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So uh, he was in Angola for two reasons. Obviously, one, family stuff, Christmas, mm. whatever else, or whatever, if he doesn't celebrate Christmas. There's other holidays as well at the same same time of year. Um, and there was also the uh, preliminary pre preliminary squad for Afcon, mm. and he was in the preliminary squad, but he didn't get into the final squad. Right, right. So he was supposed to come back to Gibro, and once again, as he did in the summer, and as he did in the summer before when he was playing for. Box. He didn't arrive, mm. okay. um, and he still hasn't arrived to Kipro, as far as I'm aware. Uh, and he put an Instagram post up with it, basically him as an anorthosis player, um, and then in black and white saying, "I am not well" or something like that. Now I wanted to get the correct quote. But when I went to go on his Instagram account, it deleted it. He's, no, he's not deleted it. It's still there. Oh. It's just there's no posts, and I don't. I think it's because I'm. Not, I don't follow him, so okay. he's probably set it to just people who follow him to be able to see. Was it not on one of the um, websites or anything like that? Because usually, yeah, they, it, they it, it was. It was as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, he's saying I am not well on it. Uh, and then he put uh, he put something in the post saying that you know he uh, he uh, he needs help from uh, from the fans. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, you see, so there's his so on my phone there's his account, right? But there's no there's no posts. There's no posts. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. I'm going to have to delve into this one because I'm pretty sure Gerkida put up an article about him or something along the lines. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Whatever. It is what it is. I mean, people, <laughs> is people, is. people were joking about it uh, being like, oh, you know, it's like what Warda was doing and whatever else. But the difference between the two is uh, 
and even like what he was doing in the summer. In the summer, he was putting videos all the time of him doing fitness training, wearing the tops of Abuel and Abolon and yeah. whatever other kind of football top he could just to just for shiggles. <laughs> At this time, he's, he he seems to have gone quiet. So, hmm. yeah, okay. it's it's an interesting one. Anyway, it is. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Right, let's move on. Next game. And it is... Hurry up. I forget which one. Oh, yes. Omonia beat Ael by three goals to one. Gusulos header gave Omonia the lead. Loizo then scored twice, further boosting his ego. And Ael grabbed an equaliser through Medojevic from a set piece. Spoke about it at great length on No Choftes. I'll leave the floor to you, my friend. Well, I mean, yeah, straightforward victory. I don't think it was unexpected either, especially considering, you know, I have been clearing house with some of their players as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, Loizu basically being the star of the show. He could have had a hat-trick, though. There was like a one-on-one. He was basically on a one-on-one situation. And I don't know if he was trying to chip the goalie or what, but it just went. Like the way he played the ball, it didn't even go out. It just it it just went, <laughs> um, which fine. Um, but yeah, no, so it's man, not fine. Uh, well, no, I'm saying it's, it's fine because fine. I'm saying it's fine because I'm not a Nomonia fan. So no, but that. what I'm saying is not fine because the goalkeeper <laughs> was already on the floor before he hit the fucking ball. But anyway, carry on. <laughs> well, yes. So people who um people who are um you know subscribed and uh give you give you like the 99 cents we'll be able to hear about an hour's worth of uh of that kind of comment <laughs> so yeah if it, you know if you're an omonia fan and you, you don't you don't give him one euro a month to be able to watch his analysis maybe do that well, do you know what? The analysis videos have been met with a lot of positive comments. Yeah. And there was, there was actually one comment that was put after the video, and it was someone asking me about Yannick Ferreira, the the former head coach, and why yeah. I prefer him over Sofroni and yada, yada, yada. And during my jury service, mm-hmm. past few days, which I've been sitting in a waiting room, I'm not going to go into that, I've actually put together a video compilation of the good, the bad, and the ugly of oh. Yannick's time. And we're talking about 16 minutes worth of footage. So they're going to get what they want, believe me. So mm-hmm. for one euro a month or 99 cents a month, you'll get the analysis. And you know what? I think this year, Thus, or you and I, we need to do more additional content for this is my part on the, on the members page. What do you reckon? Oh. Shall we try and figure something out? Oh, I've got some ideas. Yeah? I've got I some we'll ideas. That. I can do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, you that actually way... haven't even discussed it. This is the first time yeah. I've just brought it up. Because yeah, yeah that, that way we can we can take some money off people who don't support the money as well. There you go. <laughs> Say less. Yeah, Say less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring the cash. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, look, 
We don't want to talk about Omonia because Jesper Janssen, the sporting director, gave an interview. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. I um, haven't I'm going to do that for the members area probably tomorrow morning, a live reaction to it. I'm going to watch the whole thing in its entirety and react to it. I don't know what he said. Judging by some people's comments in the Discord and online, they're not happy. I couldn't care less, to be honest, because what do you expect from a sporting director that jumps on OFTV every couple of months well, what's going to change do you get what i'm saying so I'm, i mean I'm not gonna... it's not it's not only that he's not going to tell you what they're looking for in the january transfer window because then all the other teams are going to be like oh oh, oh right. you're, you're really desperate for that kind of player all right well let's go. uh there let's double go. the price there you go you know but speaking of desperate mm-hmm. il are in desperate need of reinforcements Mm-hmm. Uh, Hendy has been released today. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the Italian lad, uh, Continella, has yeah. gone. Yeah. So we had uh, Muriel also... has gone. Yeah, and we had Chernich as well. Over so that's the... four players already that's gone. Yeah. And they've brought in the finger Anestis. goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> the finger goalkeeper. So um, they can bring in three more players. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, because they can bring yeah. in three more. Yeah. 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 They're they're only allowed a maximum of four. Uh, except for there's there, there there was a thing that we discussed previously as well because last year Olympiagos signed six players but two of them yeah. hadn't played for a club uh, between um, August and January so yeah it, it, it there's there's some there's some stuff to go on I just wanted to bring up very quickly um, Papastiliano Omonia signed yes. a new goalkeeper uh, now. Even that process was protracted, even though they were dealing with Bayer. Yeah. Um, Aboniab made an offer to start with, which the Bayer director said was derisory and that not even an Agrodigo team would accept the conditions. Mm. Uh, an improved offer was made and Transfermarkt lists the value of the transfer as 25,000. Okay. Euros, right? So that made, they're like, you know, what was the first offer? A, a packet of chipidos and a can of gyan. Dragulinha, mate. Dragulinha. Which, which you can get 12% off if you use NCN12 at checkout oh, very from good. Cyprus.com. Very good. And here's the banner at the bottom. We didn't forget them. Bam. Just, we, we just were waiting for the right time to uh, to drop it in. And Thasso has done it impeccably. Congratulations. Yeah, very go. good. Very good. Uh, Segway. Brought to you by Segway. There you go. <laughs> right. There you go. Um, yeah. So there we go. Uh, I think we can move on to the next one. For sure. And we shall. The uh, the new derby of Cyprus ended in a 1-0 victory for FC Buffer. Dragomir with the winner. It was an end-to-end game. A lot more attacking than expected. But Ari will be absolutely fuming with the way that they defended that goal. And Spilevsky was sent to the stands for the second time this season. Yep. And, you know, as much as I respect Ari, it looks like the wheels are coming off slowly, slowly. Yeah, they, the results haven't been great over the last few weeks, have they, for them, since they, nope. since they got knocked out of Europe. Um, saying that, the best player for Bafo uh, was Zivusic. Yep. If 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 it wasn't for Ivicic pulling a couple of blinding saves, Aris would have won this game. I mean, they uh they had uh, a shot bounce off the crossbar as well after Ivicic pulled it pulled the save off. Um, yep. Gyro didn't. Gyro was 
very quiet. Uh, it was very strange from him. Um, but yeah, you know, Bafo dug in deep, got to the 95th minute, 94, 94 minutes and uh, 12 seconds. Right, that's when the uh, that's when Dragomir smashed it into the net. Like even even when mm. it's like a simple tapping, he likes to fucking whack it, doesn't he? Um, does it? And... Does it from thirty yards and does it from three? It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, it just just he goes in hard. It, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> his missus is at home going shit. <laughs> they take a run and jump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> choo choo. choo, choo. <laughs> Oh god! No! Hopefully, he's, hopefully he's not watching. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Through the fucking walls. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm, 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 I'm... <laughs> For those of you listening, that's just having a coughing fit. Ah, sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Right. Okay. Woo. Right. Head first. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, you know what Spilevsky got sent off for, right? Uh, did he did he write a curse word on a sheet of no, paper? No, 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 no. <laughs> he protested, um, quite strongly at uh. the fact that the referee didn't blow the whistle on ninety four minutes. Okay. So, Bafo scored on ninety four minutes and twelve seconds, and Alexei Spilevsky got red carded because he protested strongly that the gate that the referee didn't blow the full time whistle before the the goal was scored. Well, look if it was in the 90th, 90th plus five oh, yeah. I could understand. But twelve seconds into the it's it's a bit yeah, yeah. I think I think you're clutching at straws here mate to be yeah. honest. Yeah 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 exactly but it does now mean that he's gonna be suspended for two games Mm-hmm. And what what are the games that Addis have got to play? Well, they got a money at the weekend, but I think he'll be right for that one. <laughs> you don't you don't think he's going to go well for you guys that one then? Mm. <laughs> okay. If I speak, it <laughs> sound very confident at all. Okay, all right. Um, and well done. Where are they? Where are you, Addis? Addis, there they are. Matches, Addis, and oh, and then they've got a ball on. The game after, huh. so yeah, the... sticky, sticky. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit sticky, hmm. isn't it? Because afterwards they've got Achna, ah, you know, okay. in the cup. Okay. But yeah. So what? What about your mates at Buffer? <laughs> <laughs> Look, listen, right? You know. Every every time, every time this conversation comes up, and I keep telling you, Bafor need to do better against top six teams. Beating Aris for one is doing better. Yes. They still have a really, really poor record against teams that you're expecting to be in the top six. True. And very true. Yeah, you know, second part of the season, that's all you're playing. You're only playing teams in the top six. So, for me, well, for for me to involve Bafos in the conversation for the title, I I got to I got to see what they're doing in the uh, in the second round because you know you can go stonk 
Achtnine, Zoxai, and Ayers, and Stick Six. Or Zoxai next, and then then his Ayers. Well, so they're gonna, you know, I expect them to get six points from that. Mm. But then, you know, if you're playing Abuel, if you're playing Omonia, if you're they got playing Aik, Omonia and ba- and uh, Abolon, then I'm not to see. Yeah, so so those, four, so those four games are the ones that are going to dictate whether or not they're going to be anywhere near the top at the end of this. Mm. How's Bruno getting on, by the way? Because I haven't heard his name mentioned in a while. <laughs> That's because he's not doing anything. Okay. <laughs> Oh, so, and there, there, think, was, there was I thinking I was, I was going to listen to all the experts on social media that told me that Bruno was going to rip the league to shreds after he left Omoni and he went to Buffalo. And he'd be, he didn't even start, did he? I, I he didn't don't start know. the weekend. I, he wasn't even on the bench. Uh, yeah, uh, I think Petro was telling me uh, telling me la- uh, when we recorded last that it was um, that that Buffalo's fans have kind of turned on Bruno a little bit. Oh, have they now? No. So... Have they now? I'm still waiting for my apology from some Ammonia fans that were criticising me when I said that he weren't good enough. But, you know, I've got receipts. Don't worry. I've got receipts. <laughs> You're welcome. Anyway, let's move on. Final game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final let's game. move on. Oh, and I God. think this is apt that we save the best for last because your boys, Abuel, came from a goal, from, sorry, from two down to get a two-all draw against Abolon with new coach, new Spanish head coach, by the way. Machine. Yeah, but it, it was shrouded in controversy, as you'd expect in these derby games, especially yeah. between these two teams after last season as well, with, with what happened, especially with your fans and, and the mm-hmm. uh, seats. Mm-hmm. But uh, good comeback, very good comeback for you lot. And um, certainly one that your head coach will be proud of, especially now that he got manager of the month for December, even though he's been in the stands for yeah. the last five months. Red yeah. card shown to uh, Anorth, uh, sorry, Abolon's assistant coach, I think. Well, some, yeah. know, some, some someone on the Abolon bench, anyway. But yeah. th- this this goal from Kvilidaya was originally ruled out for offside, and then um, th- they changed it on VAR to, to onside. Then th- yep. there was a big hoo ha on social media. I didn't really pay too much attention to it because obviously it gets all blown out of proportion and everyone's got a conspiracy and whatnot. From when I saw the uh, the first screen which said offside, I said to myself, where is he offside? Exactly. And then they showed it as onside and then people lost their shit. I'm like, well, maybe they made the mistake in the truck. Like there, there is that possibility, but I'm sure you've got a lot to say about this. So well, I'll, I'll... I, I mean, all the stuff that I've got to say about it is mostly what the two teams have been saying about it since right. the game. Uh, but looking at what happened with the offside decision, to me, yeah. I, I, like you said, when um, when when they did the original, yeah, yeah, you can kind of, you, uh, I mean, the, the the images we have are a bit grainy, but you can see that there's, there's something's not right in that call there. Uh, and when you zoom, re- when you zoom really into where, are you able to zoom in? I'm gonna try. Is it zooming? Yeah, yeah, zooming in. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, uh, I, you can't, you can't, can't you, yeah, no, but you can't really see. But in essence, when you, oh. when you, no, no, you, you, you can't see. It's, it's a bit too grainy. But it doesn't matter. The when they drew the line originally to show that uh, the value was offside. You can kind of see 
the uh, Abolon defender's leg kind of over the uh, over the line that they've drawn that they've shown. But what's that white side. thing? What's what's that white thing? What, yeah, that's yeah, that's an Abolon player. So okay, right. Okay. Yeah. So basically, rather than drawing the line on the Abolon player's ass, which is what they did on the second one, they drew it on his foot. And his foot is further away from the goal. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's why people were up in arms, and why Abolon are requesting the um, uh, the recording of the decision making in the uh, in the VAR van. Oh, like they're doing the Premier League, huh? Exactly. So they're they've what well, Rangers did it the other day as well, I think. With Celtic, yeah. Uh, was it Celtic? I, I don't know, yeah. but it was it was Rangers were asking for it. So Abolon in their statement in like the second PS that they had or the first one was like, "We want, we want that. Give us that." However, they also they they brought out a massive statement like, <laughs> you know. I'm gonna try. Yeah. I'm gonna try and read. Sounds about right. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. Right. I'm gonna read the most of it. So, Go for it. The the highlight of the ridiculous things we watched from VAR, Mr. Marios Christoforou, was the 27th minute when the Abuel footballer Kingsley Safo, albeit on unintentionally, almost ended the football career of the international midfielder Danilo Spoljaric. With the violent and unsportsmanlike foul to which he fell. Okay. Foul which, by all accounts, should have resulted in a straight red card. Instead, the referee charged Gabriel player with a yellow card. Uh, a phase in which the VAR Marios Christoforo should have intervened and at least called the referee to judge the phase himself through a replay. However, for emotional reasons. Emotional related, damage. <laughs> re, related to his fan beliefs, he decided to remain uninvolved. This was followed in the This is my. This was followed in the sixty-sixth minute by the unsportsmanlike marking of Andreas Panayotou Filiotis from Marquinhos in front of the fourth referee. So that was the. Uh, that was the incident that was on the uh, on the video where the uh, Abolon person from the bench got red carded. So there was a tackle there on Filiotis by Marquinhos. Um, the foul, which could also re- have resulted in the red card, if and only if the VAR called the referee to judge it on replay. So he would have got a red card if the VAR... Uh, told him to go see the replay, even though the referee was in front of the bloody thing when it happened. Anyway, uh, our complaints as Abolo Limassol have continued since the entire refereeing team tolerated the provocative and unsportsmanlike behaviour of Marquinhos. The highlight of this behaviour was his spitting and arguing with a fan of our team when leaving for the locker room after the end of the game, but also the insults he uttered towards our team's footballer Danilo Spoljaric. Marquinhos should be charged with three or four cards either for the fouls he committed or for the countless altercations he had during the match. With every reservation, we also express our concerns about the non-control or insufficient control of Abuel's first goal, i.e. whether the 
Whether the exposed footballer had no part in the goal's achievement influenced the phase with his presence and his actions in the heart of the small area. So basically, first goal shouldn't have counted because the player that had nothing to do that didn't touch the ball or wasn't in front of the goalkeeper or anything was offside. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. Even though he's not affecting play, he's not in front of the goalkeeper, and he's not touched the ball. <laughs> anyway. That's the first phase. Second phase, he's onside, right? But he didn't touch the ball. No, but what I'm saying is, yeah, in the first phase, he didn't. But second, yeah. he's onside, right? Yeah. Right. So it, there's no rules being broken there. I, I don't know. There, there, there are no rules being broken. That's the point. Uh, that's the point I'm making. But anyway, I, we're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna continue. Finally, the public opinion will wait with interest for the magician, Mr. Christoforo, to explain himself and without hiding behind arbitration professors. Uh, what happened in the 90 plus 6 minute phase with the end of Abuel's equaliser, specifically how the offside turned into onside in a few seconds? We've already talked right. about that. Okay. All the above events developed in front of Mr. Andreas Argirio as well as the VAR, Mr. Marios Christoforo, who perhaps due to emotional charges, proceeded to clearly circumvent the arbitration regulations. Now, oh boy. the one thing I do agree with them for is the sarf, the sarfotakel. Like when you say... Right, let me let me bring that one up because it, yeah. it, <laughs> it is naughty. It, it is it naughty. Is, it is when you see this shot. <sighs> it looks really bad, doesn't it? It it looks yeah. really really bad. Um, I mean, that that ankle's gone. I mean, he's he's lucky he didn't break the ankle there. To be honest, right now I also dropped a screenshot of a couple of uh, frames before that as well. Uh, let's see. Hang about. I'm sure I've got in, it here in, in, in the notes. It's, it's Is it this on the one? There you go. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so someone's flying into a tackle there. Yeah. Now, now I I get what you're saying. I get what yeah. you're saying, but devil's advocate here. It's the follow through, isn't it? Exactly. So I'm I'm I, what I'm saying is that if that tackle had been from an Abolon player or an Abuel player, I would also be arguing for the red card. Mm. So I'm completely completely within their rights to 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 complain about that now. The thing what is, I couldn't they're... find it in the highlights. I couldn't find the challenge in the highlights. Yeah, they didn't put it in there. And that's the thing, because you can obviously see... I mean, I can't really pass judgment because I didn't see it myself. Mm -hmm. I'm only going by, you know, the the, yeah. the, the photo, photographic evidence that we have there. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I, it just seems to me that he's followed through, through on him. And it, it does look ugly when it's in a freeze frame like that or exactly. in slow motion. Yeah. I get it. But I, I think on monitor, I think total green mentioned Bashiru's red card on Sarfour this season, which mm -hmm. the referee gave and they're like, well, what's going on here? But look, I didn't think Bashi's red card was a red card. I think it was soft to be honest, mm. but I can see why it was given. Yeah. And I can see why this one wasn't given as well. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't like it when people say, well, that one was a red and this one wasn't because every referee is different, unfortunately. They, there's yeah. no consistency. Mm -hmm. So it shouldn't be a surprise. While, yes, 
one or the other wasn't correct, there's no point in... You want to say something, don't you? I, I do, I do, but I'm, go, I'm go, letting go, you finish. Go, 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 no, 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 finish no, what you're saying. No, no, but, but okay. Yeah, go on. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. No, you sure? You sure? No, okay, yeah, 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 because... No, no, no. Because you're, you're, you're talking about this, and there's also the fact that, you know, dangerous tackle could have ended Spogliarity's career. Spog- that tackle, as Abolon said themselves, happened in the 27th minute, right? Spogliarity was substituted at half-time. Right. I, I can kind of I can kind of argue that the swelling doesn't appear straight away. Yeah, it that's could take correct. a bit of time. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean it that that kind of cut there, I mean it must have been bleeding as well. So I don't know. I I just think that it's been blown completely out of proportion mm-hmm. and I'd see the reason why, because it's a new head coach. It's a fiery game, and they blew a two-goal lead, and mm-hmm. the pressure is is on. It's yeah. on because he's what their seventh or sixth head coach in two seasons. That four last season, yeah, 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 and two. This says six, yeah. yeah. So the pressure is there. And we've seen how the Abolon fans react to bad results. Yeah, and they've been quiet to their credit so far, mm-hmm. but. I, I don't know. You can't keep throwing away points like that. I'm sorry. They no. did it against uh, Achna a few weeks ago when Finn got sacked. And they, they've been doing it all season. So mm-hmm. I just think now they, they're clutching the straws. Yes, they are within their rights to complain. But at the same time, they bring it on themselves. And there's 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 something else which I don't know if you've mentioned it on social media or if you've even seen it. I saw this pop up on, on um, Twitter the other day. And it's actually Abolon fans oh, yeah. giving it to Sapinto. It's a Sapinto in the stands. He's in the box. Yeah, you you can see him. He's trying not to react. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, security! Oh, oh yeah! Yeah, yeah. Get involved now, you know. Oh, but... again, you know that that wasn't mentioned either. I, I don't know if it was on social it, media. No, no, no. Abuel, Abuel didn't uh, didn't uh, mention anything about it. What I will say as well is, is something that got missed off there by by the Abolon uh, statement about Marquinhos's. Um, reactions throughout the game. Marquinhos is reporting the Abolon fans for racist chanting. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the, the same Abolon whose second goal scorer is a is a black guy, yeah. Well it's not just that. It's I, I'm just saying. No, I, I mean listen Abolon have been fined twice this season already for racist chanting from their fans, including against Gyra when he scored against them and then things rained oh, down on top of them. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then racist chanting against him. Uh, and I can't remember the other incident. So, I, 
It's a problem, and uh, it's a problem that the um, obviously because of Abolon's statement regarding Marquinhos's behaviour during the match, and Marquinhos reporting the Abolon fans for racist chanting. The players' union came out to say that what's going on? Why are we doing this racist chanting? This is this country is better than this, um, and. I mean, if you have a look at what Vrionidis has been saying, it it's not better than this. I mean, even Othello's mm. got fined. Othello's got fined last week for fans doing racist chanting. Has um oh. has uh what's it called? Has Aboel uh said anything about it? About the racist chanting, yeah. 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 Oh, they have. Oh, yeah, 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 they did. Okay, I just wanted to double yeah. check. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so it's well, it's another one that's going to rage on for a while, isn't it? It, it? Well, I mean, it's going to rage on for a while, but you know, the Anorthosis Abuel game is going to happen, something new is going to happen, and everybody's going to forget about it. Yep, until exactly. Frionidis uh brings his hammer down and asks for more money off uh Abolon for the chanting. Yep. Uh, you know, some point, some point, some point, some points are going to start getting uh, going to have to. Start being taken off. Well, look in in eleven months' time, we'll probably be finishing off our year in review, and this will be the the big story, isn't it? <coughs> See it happening, isn't it? <clears throat> it's 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 the what points deduction, or you mean the? No, just like in general. I mean, we could we could write a book about this this oh, calendar yeah. year. Jeez, yeah, Jesus. Well, I mean, we're halfway through the season, almost. Yeah, well, we are actually. We haven't even started, but you know, fortunately, you make notes, so there you go. yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> just uh, yeah, exactly. There you go. There um, you go. Right. So, there, well, I mean, carry on. Yeah, huh? I was going to say there's a couple of transfer bits and pieces. Okay. Well, look. Let me just bring up the league table, yep. just so that yep. we're 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 clear as to who is doing what and who and yep. what, for, who and what and where, who and all right. So up well top of the league on 39 points. Anorthosis and Omonia second and third respectively. Anorthosis on 37. Points on one on 35. Buffer lot with Omoni on 35. Ari on 32. Ayek sit in the final playoff spots. 30 points. Four points behind them. Abolon. Then you have Salamina. 25 points. Ayel on 19. Apparently, from what I've been told, they were they wanted to bring in a striker. That's not going to happen. Well, not with the person I spoke to anyway. Uh, Othello on 13 points with Ethnigo on 10th and 11th. Aez on 12 points. Garmudas on 10 and Doxa on five points, one victory, albeit against Ari. There you go. Yeah, that's the. So, looking at our table, though, those those five draws for Omonia are probably going to look even more painful. I think at the end of the season. Don't say I didn't warn you. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Um, Abuel, top, still top. Come on, come on. Um, I, I, if we get a Maybe draw, can if on you. Oh fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know, there's that. There's the, obviously there's the big game at the top uh, yes. this weekend. Abuel versus Anorthosi. If that's a draw, then Omonia Baffles are right back in it. You might, you might, if if it's a draw and Omonia and Baffles get wins. It's 
It's going to be spicy. If spots and maybes. Yes. If spots and maybes. Now, I just wanted to finish off a couple of a couple of transfer bits and pieces. So the, so the first one is... Fazidis is out of here. Bam! Bam! Fazidis gone! He's gone to Aristas Halonigis. Um, so, guess who was right about him? You? Me? I was right. I was you. right. I was right. You. Yeah, yeah. I got I got shit on social media for saying instead of signing Fetfadzidis, we could have kept Kande uh, Diawara, right? Uh, and I got shit because Fetfadzidis. Oh, Fetfadzidis has played for this team and this team, and he's done. So oh well yeah, we, uh, he knows the league. He knows the league. He's got experience. Uh, he knows the language. Uh, he knows the culture. Uh, how many? How many? Uh, he played. He played ten games, I think. No assists. Okay. No goals. No nothing. And okay. good riddance. But yeah, uh, the other bit of transfer news as well is so um, it happened what today or yesterday? A Bolon have signed Bruno Santos. Ex IL captain Bruno. Santos. Yes, known for stepping on Loizu's neck, literally. <laughs> fucking hell. Well, to be fair, Loizu is about what that big. So yeah, just... bro, the kid was on the <laughs> fucking ground, man. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. But yes. Um. So, Bruno Santos left last January, in tears. Because he didn't really want to leave leave Ael, but he left Ael to go back home to play in Brazil uh, for a team called Goyas. Um, Now, 12 months later, um, he signs for Abolon. So, when I posted about this on Twitter, your friend of mine, Ruslan, Uh, uh, he uh, he had a response. Uh. <laughs> Do you want me to read the response? Yes, yes. Oh, this is so dirty from Santos. The way all the fans supported him, the way he left, all of a sudden and cried, standing in front of all of us, there will be hostilities on Saturday. So... Yeah. <laughs> yep. And see, here's the thing now. Like, it's not as if Limassol is like London, where... It's difficult to find people. Yeah. <clears throat> Which village yeah. do you think he's gonna <laughs> hide in? <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's definitely not staying at my Ayas house. <laughs> Don't go to my Ayas house. It's fine. Don't wait. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 Um. The yeah. other thing. The other thing that happened as well, well, wise is that. Uh, Dino Jordanos has actually agreed to uh, help fund build the new stadium for Abuel. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, before you carry on, has he agreed to part fund the stadium or has he agreed to sit at the table to discuss part funding the stadium? Um, I don't know the answer to that, to tell you the truth. See, now that you've said it like that, because... I, I'm I'm not sure if he's actually turned around and said I'm gonna build uh, subsidize fifty percent, or 
he's actually said, I've agreed to sit down with you. Because this this is apparently is going to happen in March or something, isn't it? This yeah, is, they're going to do a press conference in March or April right. to um, reveal kind of like the technical specifications and right okay so maybe they have I, I don't know i don't know but yeah know. <clears throat> but yeah um okay. well look put it this way it's obviously going to be a big thing for for the club uh-huh. the question i have for you is will he be only involved in the stadium and by that i mean Yes, he's going to subsidise 50% of the stadium and I'm sure he's going to work out a way to generate revenue himself or maybe get a percentage of any sponsors or whatever. But does do you think he's going to have anything to do with the club as well? Apparently, no. It's just, right. it's just the company that will be created for the stadium. Okay. So the thinking is that they, they're talking about uh, restaurants and um, cafes and whatnot in the building of the stadium, which right. means that in theory, there's a commercial investment on top of also it being a stadium. Right. Okay. Now, it's going to be in Gokinodrimiskia. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, do you know where Gokinodrimiskia is? It's between Lefkosia and Katokopkia. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's on the up. yeah. So there's 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 the motorway that basically goes out of Lefkosia and goes to nowhere. Oh. And it's one of the junctions of that one. Okay. But yeah, it might offer nothing to the club other than just a stadium to play in. Yeah, well, in, in in essence, the the stadium won't be owned by the club. It will be owned by an entity, which the club will also be involved in. This is a dangerous one. Mm-hmm. This is a dangerous one because why does this remind me of um, Coventry City? What the Rico Arena? Yeah. Because it wasn't owned by the club. No. It was owned by, obviously, uh, Rico. Rico owned Jaguar, I think. I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it's about. But, uh, yeah. And they were booted out. And they were yep. booted out. Yep, they were. So, it's... Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. There's going to be... I want to read the fine print of whatever gets put across in March, April before, well, before I'm like... We, we don't know the capacity. We don't know anything, do we? We just know that... I, I think I saw 14,000, 14, I think I saw. Well, this, this, see, this is another thing, right? I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say this, right? Mm-hmm. Because I had a conversation with some Armonia fans a few weeks ago, right? No, a few months ago. And I said, if Armonia were to build a new stadium... I think twelve to fourteen thousand or twelve to fifteen thousand is about right. And people are saying to me, "No, no, no, we need twenty thousand. Why? Oh, what, because you, you know, you, you're I only going to fill it for like the game versus Abuel. Not even that. Not even that. Maybe the odd European game because this is what they were saying. If we get Man United again, if if, and I said, there's no point in building a stadium that big unless you're going to have concerts, unless you're going to have this and that. And if Abuel build, build a new stadium. 
Alpha Mega is there. Razi B is still there. There's, there's three stadiums already. Like, mm-hmm. how many concerts are they going to fucking have in Cyprus? You know, unless they decide to have UFC there, but you've got Saudi Arabia around the corner and they've they've monopolized everything. So stop talking to me about building a, a 20,000 seat stadium. Build yeah. a stadium that you can fill. Build it for 10,000, right? And people are going to say to me, yeah, but what about the others? No, no, no. We get seven, 8,000 max at games. Yeah, the big ones, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to get 10,000 unless it's a, a match that's in high demand. And then when you do that, you can raise the ticket prices and make money out of it. That Anyway. Yeah, yeah man. It's, it's, let's have a big stadium. Just have a look. Anyway. Let's get it right. Yeah. How many fans do you think go to Upper World Games right now? Well, the. On average. On average, they must be, I don't know, they must hit like nine right. on average. Right. Obviously, so... th- obviously, that goes massive if there's a, like an Omonia or an Orthosi or a Bollon or whatever. Well, no, and because then... it, sometimes they cut the, the allocation for away, away gang, uh, supporters. So even then, it's not going to be sold out. You're not going to have 12,000 Aboy listeners and 2,000 Omonia fans. Well, yeah, but. Rasipi is like 20-something thousand. Yeah, and it doesn't even fill. No, it doesn't. Derbies. It doesn't. It doesn't, and they try to segregate the crowds even more when they, when Abuela playing Omonia. I, I want to know where we can get the numbers for attendances. Every got... every summer, Cypress FA do, oh, do, do it yeah. every summer. I'm going to... But I didn't, I didn't. I didn't do it for this year. I can. I can tell you the numbers for two seasons ago. Well, look, let's put it this way, right? If Abua win the league, you're probably going to have a, a party inside the stadium. Let's let's say with this new stadium that you build, you win the league, right? You're going to have a, a party, and you're probably going to sell out or whatever. And you're going to sell out when it comes to big European games like your Real Madrids and whatnot. But you're not going to build a twenty thousand seat stadium. For the sake of building a twenty thousand seat stadium, I mean, look at Panathinaikos, for example, in uh, Athens, right? They haven't built like seventy thousand stadiums. I mean, they're what 40,000? because it's realistic. When they were playing at the Olympic Stadium or whatever fucking stadium it was with a running track, how many was that? Sixty thousand, seventy thousand, or however much it was that they used for the Olympics. Massive mm-hmm. stadium, but they weren't filling. And then you have the stadium bans. Yeah. See these other things that they need to take, which I'm sure they're going to take into consideration. There's no point. And look what we saw with the Alpha Mega. First, it was going to be fifteen thousand. Then it was going to be thirteen. Then it was going to be twelve. Then it was ten, eleven. How much it is? Ten now. So, eleven. Yeah, 10, so eleven thousand. Eleven. Yeah. So, so I've got I've got the uh, average attendance numbers for the 2021-22 season here. If you want them. Yeah. Our boil six thousand four hundred and sixty-four. Omonia four thousand one hundred and eighty-one. That was the average for last season. No, for the twenty-one twenty-two season. So Omonia got four thousand average. Yep. Yeah, for the season that we won the cup. Uh, twenty-one twenty-two. Yeah, that was when we fell out the top six. Yeah. And Lennon won the cup. Okay. So we've got. Abolon 3,800, Anorthosis 3,100, Aris 1,400, Ael 1,400, 
Bafo 1300, Ayek 800, Olympiagos 680, Ethnikos 340, Bayek 330, and Voxa 330. Right. And then what I did is I broke that down by the percentage of the actual full capacity of the stadium. So our boil filled on average filled the Rasi B up 28%. Omonia right. 18%, Abolona de Tirion 29%, and Orthosi 31%. But again, all these games include this is Oxa, this is mm. Bayek, this is Ethnigoz, which you're not going to fill the stadium in. Exactly. Uh, Doxa were playing at the Magario at the time, and they only filled it up 2%. Now, we talk about these numbers as if, you know, well, they, they, when you look at the averages they're, they're, and the percentages are a bit shit. But I worked it out. Where is it? Yeah, so total attendances during each game week. The total attendance for the 22nd game week of the first phase was the f- highest for the league, which was mm. 20,087. Okay. over all the games, right? That attendance would struggle to fill <clears throat> Craven Cottage, but as a percentage of the total population of the country, that's about 1.6% of the country, right? Now, right. if you did that for the population of England, that would mean the Premier League would have 930,000 people. <laughs> yeah, that's 12 and a half Old Traffords. So literally impossible, even if you fill every stadium, uh, you know, for the 10 matches, it's impossible to fill that many people in the stadiums in England if you do a direct correlation. There's loads of people going to the games, but the grounds are too big. The grounds, so the Tyrion was too big. Uh, the Magario that Doxa were using, obviously, and Olympiagos, too big. Rassi B is too big for the teams that play there. The only one that seems to be slightly fit for purpose is Ajax. Yeah, yeah but look, okay, let, let's, let's, yeah, but Ajax is what, 6,000? 7,000? Yeah. yeah. If you look at, okay, look at Banathanaikos. Leoforo is what, 16,000? That feels, mm. yeah. Karaiskagi in uh, Greece, uh, Olympiagos, I think it's 30, 35, something like that. Mm. They sell out, yeah. We talk about Cyprus. I mean, Petros is uh, the national one, fit 75,000. They weren't selling out. I was watching the fucking derbies between uh, Panathinaikos and Ayek, and they weren't filling out. There's a comment here Omoni was second in the group, and we've got more than the champions that season. Are you talking about the season that Apollon won it or Ari? Because everyone outsells Ari unless you're Doxa or whatever. So it's not, <clears throat> it's not a massive achievement. But what I'm saying is you're not going to build a 20,000 seat stadium for Ammonia or Apoel because they don't mm. even sell out when it comes to, the you know, unless it's Man United or whatever. And those are fans of other clubs that turn up. All right, you're going to give tickets to sponsors and corporates or whatever, boxes, but you're not going to get it. Uh, come on, even the cup final. Yeah, <clears throat> season 21-22, Abolon. We, we had more fans than Abolon. Well, how many fit the Tyria? Hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that article back up. <clears throat> yeah, get that up. 
Because you got the stats in front of you, my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get it back up. I closed it. Uh, let, let, let me go back to it. So, um, let's have a look. Yeah, Omonia on average had 4,181. Abolon yep. had 3,863. Nux. All right. I'll give him yeah. that. I'll give him uh, that. So, uh, yeah, the Tirio is 13,331. All right. And the Rasi B is 22,859. So, <clears throat> just uh, around a third of the stadium. Yeah. But that, that was when we finished out the top six. Oh, okay, let's see what they say about the season just gone. and see what happens there. But I, really need I just think, I just think it's stupid to, to build a 20,000-seater stadium. I, 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 I agree. I mean, like I said, right, direct correlation between in ratios in between the amount of people that went to go watch in match day 22 if you if you did the same percentage of the population of the country to england yeah you need 12 and a half old traffords to fill <laughs> up the amount of people that went to go see cypriot it's it's there's too many seats and not enough people. Did you, yeah. it, that's just what it is. It, it is what Look, it is. There's a comment here. More realistic is the season tickets to come up with the numbers. The thing is, that season, that 21-22 season, I remember they put out, Omonia had 8,000 season ticket holders. I remember that because they were bragging about it online. But yet the average is 4,000. So even if people have purchased season tickets, only 50% of them showed up on average. What will that tell you? It's like, it's like when I had my gym membership for three months and I didn't go. I'm just paying for nothing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think a lot of people bought tickets, season tickets, because of the European campaign and they thought group stages, great. Happy days. You go with your top selling tickets plus 4,000 seats for away team plus whatever. Yeah, but as Tasso said, the average for that season was 4,000. And we had 8,000 season tickets sales. So you, 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 can't, you can't go buy, you know, old season ticket. It doesn't matter. It's like Sunderland the other day. This is the funny thing. Sunderland, their attendance for the game against Preston was 35,000. There weren't 35,000 people. It was half of that. But they took the season ticket sales as, as part of the attendance. Well, it happened. It's who scans the card. And then they should total it up that way. Arsenal used to do it a lot. Season ticket sales, okay. Arsenal used to do it a lot when they moved yeah. into uh, Emirates. Yeah, sixty thousand and it's half empty. <laughs> They're accounting for fucking season ticket holders. Well, what is yeah. this? That's not an attendance, and it's a, it's a capacity difference. Anyway, yeah. we've done an hour and eighteen minutes, and I think we've done most of it talking about bloody gone. gone yeah, yeah, no, no, no. There was there was there was more news. Uh, one of the things is obviously the African Cup of Nations going to start. Yes. Yes. So, I, I did a list of players that are going to be missing for teams. Shoot. Um, so, we've got Aris, we've got Mayambella for uh, South Africa. South Africa, yeah. And they've got Iago for Burkina Faso. Okay. So, that, that, that's the first one, right? Two. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Omonia are missing. So, I said AFCON. Kasama, there's also the, there's also the Asia Cup. There's also the and, Asia Cup. Oh, and Karim. So, it's four. Yeah. So there is four, exactly. And Sarifat for Iran, Kasama for Guinea-Bissau, Semedo for Cabo Verde, and Uzoho for Nigeria. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Abuela are going to be missing Dalcio. 
yep. is going with Guinea-Bissau. Uh, Ayers are going to be missing two. They're going to be missing Del Miro and uh, Roca Santos okay. for, for Cape Verde. And Voxa are going to be missing someone. They're going to be missing Fofana, who's going with Mauritania. Now, okay. who's get, who's got the most problems there with players missing? Well, you, you look at it and you think Omonia, really. Mm-hmm. You think, but it's like I said on the pod. With Semedo being gone, granted top goal scorer, assist, yada, yada, yada. Mm. This should be the motivation for whoever comes into the team to cement that place their own. So that when mm-hmm. Semedo comes back to Cyprus, he'll be thinking twice whether he's got his position. I'm not worried about Zoha. Couldn't care less. For me, it's a blessing in disguise that he's gone, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, Kasama has, hasn't played for weeks. So yeah, well, I don't know, even counting him. And Karim, I, I'm 50-50 with that because we, we do need another striker. And... Going back to what I was saying about the, the Ferreira review I'm going to do, Karim was absolutely outstanding under Ferreira, but he can't play under Sofroni because Sofroni is a passion merchant and he doesn't know what to do with with players with ability and mm-hmm. style. You know, that's why you see players like Humble sat on the bench because he doesn't know what to do with creative players. Mm-hmm. You know, he just wants kick and, kick and run merchants. I'm not going to go into that. So I think out of all those players, for me... Karim's the one that we'll miss most because we need the centre forward. I don't think we'll miss Semedo as much as people think we will. And people mm-hmm. are saying, oh, what about, you know, take Semedo out of Omonia's team and uh, you got a 10th place team? Well, my argument is, well, we've had 108 corners this season and only scored five from them. So if we had someone that could attack a, a set piece or even deliver a set piece, then we might get more goals and wouldn't need Semedo, to mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. But again, it's all hypothetical. You know, we might lose against Ari and people are going to say, oh, we need signings. But we might beat Ari and whoever comes in at left wing might have a stonking game and it's going to shut people up for a week until the yeah. next bad until result. Until the next, yeah, exactly. So yeah. on the surface, Omonia look like problems, but I think Aez are going to have problems because Del Miro is a big, big player for Del them. Miro is their captain. Yep. And Roja Santos has been really good for him as well in midfield. Uh, Ari... Mayambella and Iago for Ari, I think is going to be a big miss. Mayambella big, for sure. Big, big miss. And, for sure. And Dalcio for Abuel is going to be a very you think? big miss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not sure, man. You you, you don't think? Uh, no. They've, 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 they've been, they've been exper- like uh, towards the end of the uh, Abolon game as well. They moved Marquinhos into a more central position to kind of yeah. see whether or not that would be um, a good replacement for Dalcio in the middle. Who's he, who's he playing for again? It's the same as... Um, Guinea-Bissau. Kasama, yeah? Yeah. Guinea-Bissau. When's their first game? Let me have a look. Let me have a look. Group stages, match day. Guinea-Bissau. Where is it? Oh, they're in the opening game against Ivory Coast on the 13th. Who's in their group? They've got Equatorial Guinea and Nigeria. So you're expecting Ivory Coast and Nigeria to get out of that group. Yeah. So yeah. I'm expecting Dalcio to be back by when? Fucking hell, the, the next game, the end of the round is the 24th of Jan. Yeah. I mean, 22nd, it, 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 I think it's going the to the, the, I think the tournament's until the middle of February. Pedro says he agrees with me, but I can't remember, I can't remember what I said. What, well, with Semedo being out, that's probably what he means. Simic will finally play in his natural position. Who, who do you agree? What, what do you agree with there, Pedro? What were you talking about? Yeah, come back, to, come back to us for that. Mm. Uh, in the meantime, yes, um, yeah, Ike fans 
for the uh, the last game before the Christmas holidays, they chuck teddy bears onto the pitch. I says ah, for Dal- okay. he says for Dalcio. kids. Yeah, so oh, they chuck okay. teddy bears onto the uh, onto the pitch for kids. Um, now, Vrionidis <laughs> find Ike. Of course he would. <laughs> of course he would. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, you could tell that Vionidis is the kind of guy that when he's with his grandchildren, he'll open a big packet of Doritos and he'll offer one to his, his grandson and they'll take one and then he'll eat the rest of the packet. And then when they come back, I'll put, have you got any more? No, I ate them all. That's the kind of person that is. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. All right, he, he, will, he will go in the fridge, right, and you'll see the last carton of Gaan, Gaanita, and he will take it and he will drink it. <laughs> it's supposed to be his grandson, so he, he drank it. And then he'll have the temerity to tell him, I taste like shit anyway. <laughs> oh, dear, man. Ah, oh, fucking Vrioni, this. There's, there, there was, I was hoping to find a few more funny bits and pieces for Vrioni, but that, that, that's basically it. Um, now, couple of other little bits just to finish off so jack roll real neither told his six-year-old grandson that father christmas isn't real <laughs> yeah i buy the presents it's me <laughs> i come down the chimney motherfucker ah <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, look mario he's in rome trying to persuade dibala to come to armonia thank me later or are you going to the vatican so you can see what's in the basement weirdo nah, well... Sorry. Oh, oh. Yeah, well, listen. Let, let, less about that, the better. We don't want to get. We don't want to get banned. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, Jack Jack Rolls. He's he's having a good time at Crawley Town. Is it Jack Rolls or Jack Rolles? I, I, roll I don't want to do it. I, I, roll it up. Okay, we'll go with Rolls and. But yeah. Um. He's he's Yuggle. been getting some he's been getting some uh, awards for Crawley, uh, yes, in League Two there. So, um, okay, good for him. Yep. Uh, what's the, I think we will miss Semedo because he does more than anyone until now. If his replacement does not perform like we wish, it's going to be bad for us. Yeah, I mean, well, it just, I, it I, just means that that the head coach will have to figure it out. The yeah. head coach will have to figure it out. He has to get tax book, tactics booked out. All mm. one page of it. Mm. Yep, pretty much. It's a notepad. It's a mini notepad. <laughs> it's a post-it note. It's a stamp. That's his tactic. Sorry. It, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm letting you go. I'm letting you go. Because um, I've only got one more bit of news anyway. And it's a bit of a funny oh. thing. Is um, I don't know. Have you watched the FC Krasava documentary that they put up on YouTube? No, I saw their head coach losing his shit at half time and lambasting Thiago. And I saw <laughs> no, that. Have, have you watched the full clip of that? No. no. <laughs> I, I recommend anybody to watch it because it's interesting anyway. Because you see, uh, Yevgeny, uh, you see him kind of try to explain the ethos of the team uh the kind of the financial troubles that they were having last season which explains why they've got a transfer embargo and um kind of how 
they try to get the Tyrion instead of you know going to uh, a smaller ground that you can have yep. uh, in the second division. But instead, he wanted the Tyrion because this, this, this is. And it goes. They actually have a board meeting with the people that sponsor the club, uh, okay. and he's explaining why they want the Tyrion instead of playing at Barikisha. Right now, the. Then they go into kind of like they, they interview Tiago for a little bit. Uh, Tiago talks about there's a lot of pressure on me. I don't know if I can deal with it. And then I go home to my wife and I explain things. And the the manager and the uh, the president explain things to me. And uh, I understood more the role and blah, blah, blah. talks about the mentality of somebody like Tiago, who's basically the captain at Krasava, and how to deal with the pressure. And then they go into kind of like a little bit of training and a little bit of discussions that Haralambidis has with the team before the game against Hermes. And then they have a team talk before the match against Hermes and it's all calm and collected. And then, because it's nil-nil at half time, he walks in. He, he walks in to the uh, in, in to the place to give the team talk, and he's going, "What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you! What are you doing, you fuck?" And then it's like, "You fucking pussies!" And he's going like this, "You fucking pussies! You men are you fucking I see pussies! I see Piano, that. <laughs> you are a pussy!" <laughs> and 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 you see him, and he's like proper, like angry, and uh, you could. Uh, see veins and uh, and oh and and then afterwards they're interviewing him afterwards kind of in his in in his uh in his library in his office and he's like yes so the team talk i gave the team talk like that because i wanted to encourage and motivate the more experienced players which is why you know i shouted at players like tiago because they are able to deal with that. And then you what and then they show you the highlights of the game after he gives that team talk and Grasava win 2-0 and Thiago scores both of them. <laughs> so, so listen, listen, I don't know what's going on there. Um well, I mean I know a little bit because I watched the documentary. Well, it's but like it's... he's trying to take a leaf out of the, the Sir Alex book because uh, Paul Parker told me a story that, you know, um one of the senior players was having a, a great game. And Ferguson at halftime absolutely destroyed him because he wanted the youngsters to look at him and think, shit, he's having a game of his life. He's fully experienced and there are levels to this. So maybe that, he's taking that, a leap that, that's, exactly, that's exactly what he was saying. He was saying oh. that the reason why he was aiming at Thiago specifically was because uh, it was more to motivate not just Thiago but the younger players the less experienced players to be like Jesus Christ he's really giving him one I think we need to we need to pull up a yeah, yeah. so he, he was asking all the players to perform with his you you're fucking pussies are you men fucking put like okay uh, you know people people and you know they might not their english is obviously quite, quite a lot of people players yeah, but english. i mean that, that tells you what you need to know really yeah exactly <laughs> no like i'm calling you i'm calling you this anyway but uh, it's it's really like 
I, I recommend if anybody's got like a spare hour. Well, tell you what, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna watch watch take, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the link and send it to a, a few friends of mine that work in HR, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna be like, is there anyone? Is there anyone in Cyprus? I'd be like, um, you can't say that. You can't say that. But you'd be like, well, this is Cyprus. This is listen, li- listen. There's 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 that, and also, Kriaharambidi. Uh, Milamas, we'll interview you, please. Yeah, for sure, man. Please, my yeah. God, if we get Haralambidi on the podcast, I'm I'm going to be like, <laughs> you sweating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mario's saying somebody clip this. Don't don't clip it. <laughs> no. 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 My my impression of Haralambidi. No, no, it's all right. <laughs> but I would definitely. If anybody has the time and can deal with uh, Russian and English, uh, just English subtitles, it's a very interesting thing to go watch, especially oh, especially how it, the league is going uh, in the second division as well at the moment. I don't know. Uh, you know, the top the top six are split by four points. Okay. Olympiagos and Baralimni are on the same points at the top twenty-seven. Uh, Omonia 2 Electric Boogaloo and Omonia Radipur on 25. Bayar on 24. And FC Krasava on 23. So it's Toit. It's Toit. Where, where uh, are Bayar again? Bayar, Bayar 5th. Okay, so they've still got a chance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what happens in the second division as well is they play each other once before it splits up. Right. So they've got two games left before that split happens. And then after that... They're going to be playing those teams are going to be playing each other twice, so it's going to be like a fucking whoa. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Well, do you know what? I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm what are you going to do? do? I'm going to do it, mate. Here we go for the benefit of those. Oh, here we go. И будете плакать, как тряпки. Я думал, что у меня мужчины в команде. Но вы тряпки. Все вы. Сейчас у тебя есть три минуты тяга. Ты говоришь, ты бьешься. Мне все равно, что ты сделаешь, но вы выиграете эту игру. Мы играем 4, 2, 3, 1 с Маркусом и Они. Ставрус идет налево. That that's edited. The the clip in the actual documentary is longer as well. <laughs> Fuck you! Oh man! Ah, oh, amazing! It, it, amazing! I love it. I love it. It's brilliant. It's so. <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, there, there, I there think was we're a, done. Yeah, on, there was just there was just a question I think there from um from Petros Real. Can you tell me, please, why Abor fans don't want Kvilitaya? I would love him, love him in Omonia. He gives too much. He does not score many goals, but he gives too much, too many things more than goals. It's the Duris syndrome, that's, mate. Yeah, and, and, and that's and that's exactly what Bedro underneath has said. It's 
Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it, it, exactly. It, what it? I mean, Gvidaya, I think, would be great as a second striker. He's somebody who works really hard, throws his body on the line, uh, presses, pass, header, drop down, do do doing everything. He just can't put the ball in the net and when you're playing up front by yourself that's kind of what you need uh all right marquinhos and uh and other players are kind of picking up the slack a bit but as as a forward is his record for Abuel's not great or even though even though he's the captain and he, and he plays fantastic it's just Listen, I got my my views on the player, and I'm not going to get into it. But it, as I said, it's Duris syndrome. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Anyway, I think that's it. We've done an hour and thirty six minutes. Thank you, everyone, for watching live. For those of you watching on repeat or rerun or whatever you want to call it, leave something in the comments. Let us know your thoughts on what's been going down. Thank you for those watching on Instagram live. I don't know how many people are watching on Instagram live, but I, thank I you. Saw, it was, it was at 30, 40 people at one point. Oh, wow. Okay. When I, when I looked okay. over. So yeah, that's good. I'll take that. I'll mm -hmm. take that. Um, my Instagram is here. Thassos is. Yeah. There, there. Exactly. We're on Twitter. This yeah. is Mappa. We've got a Facebook group page. We have a discord. Uh, anything else? We have um, we have our cafesfles.com, although we haven't put yes. an article up for a while. It's coming. Yeah, there's there's it's there's coming. some stuff there's some stuff coming. <clears throat> obviously, we've got some stuff absolutely. lined up. So absolutely, there yeah. you go. Right, so that's it, boys and girls. Thank you for tuning in. So until next time, adios. Bye. <laughs>